All right. Well, welcome everybody to a podcast that we don't have a name for. I'm the Joke Man. I'm the Dark Lord. I'm the Commissioner. Who's a terrible commissioner, by the way. Just the best commissioner. Worst. <laughs> just the worst. <laughs> Better than you, though. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to be talking about some fantasy football on this podcast, um, which is, I think is tis the season. Finally back into it. Um, our league is a little interesting. We've got 12-person half-point PPR. We do auction drafting. We've got a couple strange rules as well. Um, one of those rules, Sam, do you care to explain the rules? Yeah, so we have a keeper league, so you can keep an unlimited amount of people that you had that you drafted from the draft, but you have to have them on your team the entire year. You can have them for the at the next year for a twenty five percent increase. So it's like I got Keenan Allen for twenty bucks last year, and then this year I paid twenty five for him because that was a twenty five percent increase. Uh, but let's say you got to play for a dollar and then you, you want to keep them. It, there's also a $3 minimum that it has to increase every year. So that should deter someone from keeping, let's say, like a Julio Jones, you know, year after year. If there wasn't more than a $3 increase. I guess. And it also accelerates the value of somebody who was a real steal, like Adam yeah. Thielen, <laughs> uh, who I could own forever, but yeah. instead we'll just own until he retires. So, <laughs> uh, I can keep Keenan Allen for under like fifty bucks for the next. No one cares. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we can have the we'll we'll, we'll table we can, the conversation. We'll talk about Keenan your discount. Yeah, we're, we're coming back for no, now. We we'll come back to Keenan Allen. We'll make some notes. Um, fun thing about our league is we've been going couple years strong a solid group of friends and it's tons of fun um if you're listening and you're outside of the league well that sucks what you, yeah what are you doing you should be pretty jealous and also why are you spending your time listening to this podcast <laughs> i feel sad. bad for you you he's just sad. stumbled he's on this shit. literally move on right now if years from now someone's listening to this like good for you you made it you check the record Congrats. or an ai is processing that that'd be cool too that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, our draft is a lot of fun. Um, the loser of the previous year has to be beer bitch for that draft. So, you know, it was me. Um, so not only did I have our team's punishment, but I was beer bitch on draft day. Um, our punishment is pretty unique if you're the last place finisher. It, that's true. Um, it's not really embarrassing. It's kind of painful for a little bit. Um, I've been privileged to be in the last place last year, actually. And also the champion, the only champion around this table. It's true. I am. Oh, look at that. Look at all you normal people. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the volatility scale real high. Um, yeah, so you just get uncomfortable. You go into uh, the frozen lake. You do a polar plunge for the Special Olympics. And it's just really cold, unbelievably cold for a couple minutes and then you put your clothes on and you start to get feeling and then that's when the pain kicks in. Dude, didn't you say you like blacked out for a little bit when you did it? No, but there is like this moment of you can't really process what's going on cuz like once you're under the water, it's like you it's like time stops for your body. Like it just it really sucks. Sounds safe. There it was really safe. They had a lot of scuba divers. So well, so, so why do we have to do this to donate money to the special olympics? Um because it's it's for a good cause. And our but league voted on it. Our league We're democracy here. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm know. Say I would, whoa, I would way rather do a polar plunge than stand on the street in a dress holding a sign. Dude, but we would never do that, though. Yeah, because we do things like polar plunges. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> what if we had something different than the polar plunge? You can come up with something better. <laughs> the I'm Dark sure Lord's we'll, only we'll scared on because he may finish last place this year. <laughs> hot, hot 0-3 start. There is a very real possibility that might happen. However, as long as uh, Scam in the group, as long as he doesn't make any trades, I'm guaranteed second to worst at best. I mean, at worst. <laughs> because Scam's team is just utter garbage. <laughs> well, he picked up Le'Veon Bell for like... Well, eight. hey, before we get into this... Uh, okay. Let's, uh, we'll get into the uh, we rosters this and... We, is this one scrapped? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for how many times we've had to make this podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but what do you want to get into? 
so let's. Do you guys want to talk about the draft this year? <laughs> um, we had a very depends on which draft part because this, this is the first time we've had an argument in the draft. Yeah. Last year, meh. Like I was upset about uh, some draft. What the auctioneer heard, um, but yeah, this we year was interesting. About the auctioneer this year, we had a team owner <laughs> skating <laughs> under the table, talking to the auctioneer about his game plan. <laughs> Why don't you tell us more about that, commissioner? No, I, I would like to hear your guys' perspective first, and I'll tell my story. Okay, so this is what happened, right? We were sitting there all defenseless and innocent, <laughs> thinking like, "Oh, like I have a tight end." that I don't have on my team. I need to fill that slot. Or like, oh, a kicker and a defense. Well, obviously, I need to draft enough people to take that spot. But no, this guy just says, no, actually, you don't have to do that, and I'm going to pick up Matt Breida. And then we're all, like, freaking out because we thought he was out of the game. He only had one spot left who should have been a, a tight end. And then he was like, no, I'll just take Matt Breida then pick up a tight end before week one starts. But, like, as you, if you couldn't put it together, there's an, an inherent advantage advantage to doing that and i feel very taken advantage of based off the presumption that (laughs) there was an understanding that you filled the slots required because the board even though like even the spreadsheet was like required slots and people use that because they don't understand that like that's an option they don't like i didn't uh, the only reason i didn't care is because i don't give a about matt Breda. like i don't I, i didn't care to pick him up i was like okay whatever do you care about him now uh, he's all right okay. <laughs> but still like at the beginning i was like i don't so really on labor day well, sunday you didn't care about him but okay i didn't we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that too. i didn't care um now that garoppolo's going he's pretty important it <laughs> turns out i would say so <laughs> um, dude alfred morris though he's i think he's gonna be the better back alfred morris crush questionable this week, is he so. yeah, yeah. anyways at the time of this podcast we are between Thursday night football, so we saw this great Rams Viking games, dude. And it's about to be Sunday of Week Four. Um, we've had. Hold on, can I tell my side of the draft story or not? No, we have to move on. No, nope. one wants to okay. no. Here we go. <laughs> no, nope, there's no time. So, no, here's our. Uh, no. Almost made it. We almost started talking about our. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm gonna get my word in edgewise. Uh, what's the name of that dude that that was trying to say he never blacked out and up? Uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, yeah, well, I can't say what he said he didn't do, but uh, <laughs> but I feel like the, you trying to justify like how the draft went okay. for you is, is no different than 100% the same, Sam. Dude, it, it, it just seems a little... <laughs> there similar. are no gray areas for Sam here. Well, here's you're, you're, how, so. you're, you're trying to defend something where you blatantly took advantage of us. That's okay, not true. No, no, but let's okay, hear so let's, let's hear So I, I want to point out two things. One, on Sam's take, he was well done with the draft before... Uh, he had his roster full before I even put my bid in for Matt Brady. His bargain draft. Yeah, so <laughs> Sam made a lot of bargain, uh, got a lot of bargain players, seemingly players well below draft value. It turns out our league is just smarter than the experts. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. So uh, I've done uh, at least uh, 50 mock drafts. Yeah. Um, so okay, it was like, there were, like, I think, six, six out of our 12 teams left. I was the high bid. Um, at the time, so that's important to point out. I had the most draft capital to spend on a player at that time. What I did not do, however, when Sam came over and talked to me uh, during the uh, latter parts of the draft is I forgot to write down a player that I drafted. And so on my sheet that I had in front of me, not the sheet that, or not the Excel file that we're all working off on the board, I neglected to write down a player. And so... I thought, you know, I had two spots left on my roster and that I could draft Matt Breda, and I had the max bid, and it was the perfect time to do it. And when you're wrong, the first thing you do is go to the rules, which says I can do that because we don't have a rule that says I can't do that, right? Right? So uh, an (laughs) argument ensued. Um, What I ended up doing was dropping Matt Breda to waivers, picking up a tight end, um, and... uh, you know, end up getting him anyway. Him so yeah, <laughs> and so um, it turns out we got him. But I think, by and large, the process in and of itself worked. But can you comment to how much turmoil you caused the league? By I doing can't. That? 
I honestly don't lot. remember it much the argument. I remember just appealing to the only rules that had my back at the moment. So the 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 funniest part about that argument, from my perspective, was you would pull in Jared, like as the auctioneer. So I pulled him in because I told him at like the end of the sixth round that or the sixth round. So we take a break every three rounds uh, in our draft. And so at the end of the sixth round, I pulled him aside and said, Hey, I'm going to take Matt Breda late. seems like no one understands that this guy's a guy. And he said, Hey, yeah, no, good call. Um, and the real kicker of all this is, is as commissioner, I'm responsible for putting the draft board together and all of the keepers and all as that commissioner. stuff. Yeah, don't forget. Um, but so I gave you guys uh, the entire league. When I say you guys, the, the Excel file that I have for like player rankings, and the only thing that happened from the Thursday in which I put that together to the Sunday in which we draft was Jarek McKinnon got hurt. That was the only advantage I have on my sheets, which I paid for, right? Between what I gave all of you guys, because I'm a dummy. <laughs> and so, that's why I pulled Jared aside, uh, our auctioneer, and said, Hey, uh, this is the only advantage I have, because we use the same draft service. And he's like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> and, uh, good, that's a good strategy. You should definitely long play Matt Breda. And, sure enough, about three rounds later, we had somebody... <laughs> <laughs> nominate Jarek McKinnon for 25 bucks. And Sam, what was your f- first reaction? It was a very, very loud laugh. That's what it was. Did you separate it? It's first names are good. No, we'll We'll beep it out. <laughs> this has happened. Okay. Like we've been doing it the whole time for fun. Yeah, well, no. So um, I'm not going to call you the Dark Lord the entire time. Yeah. Dude. Because okay. uh, you're awful. <laughs> Actually, I really don't care if you say my name. So okay, good. Say my name. Okay. Uh, fuck. Where are we? Okay. Yeah. No, I only laughed out loud because of all the people that had been drafted up to that point. Like people starting. Like Le'Veon Bell started at one dollar. Uh, all these players, like you know Ezekiel Elliott, started at one dollar. Alvin Kamara started at one dollar. It's like all these people that should. You could start at like fifty dollars realistically, then it'd still be like a very good price for that person. But uh, everyone was starting at one because that just makes sense. You start from one. But uh, for some reason, <laughs> uh, the dungeon master decided to go twenty five <laughs> on Jared McKinnon just out of nowhere, like no one up to that point had bid more than a dollar on a person. And then he's just like, "I'll start at twenty five. So then, like in that moment. I just couldn't believe it that like that was the one person that this the one player picked by someone that'll do that. So I just laughed out loud, really hard because I knew that he was already out for the year. So what only further affirms my point at this junction is that there was an owner in our league who was willing to spend twenty five dollars instantly on an injured player, and if it weren't for the Dark Lord laughing, there would have been a lot of other people who also bid on that player. So many so that we had to stop the draft at that point and ask whether or not we were going to give that guy his money back. No, because there were other, there were definitely other people. Who were waiting in line. Yeah. So, like, that only underscores the point that I was just lying in wait to jump on the Matt Breda train. Yeah. And it sucks that I didn't write down a player that I drafted. That's my fault. I should be alluding to the board. Uh, but, you know, I, I I mean, I have no excuse for that. So, <laughs> I, you know, I dropped him eventually. We had – the other component of this is I was arguing with two people, Big Jim and Beer Man, and when we argue, it's very heated in a way that's not personal, but also just also very heated. So, um, The mediocre apology the next day was fine, too. Cool. I thought so. <laughs> so the way it was is like we why were, is this still over my head then <laughs> <laughs> like what the way i see the situation is we were all just in this like really peaceful like field and it was know, beautiful just having a good honestly time. it was sweet and innocent someone and could have painted you just it. come in and just crack the fucking like world in half and then you're just like all right just fuck shit up for no fucking reason we're all just playing in like it's like we all just fill our spots and then you're just like no, no you don't have to do that <laughs> It's fair. No, it's beautiful. Fair. Um, <laughs> so we're in week four. 
We, we are in week four. We're, we're staring down the barrel of week four right now we're in our league. We're in the middle of week four. Yeah. In a strange way. The Thursday, Thursday games game. have happened, so yeah. we watched the Vikings and the, Ram last, Dude, Vikings and the Rams last night. We watched night. the Rams just fuck the Vikings in the butt. Uh, okay, sure. Like, no, but <laughs> I felt it was pretty, like, the comeback game was strong, just not enough. We, we can bleep that out, right? No. There's no such be like embarrassing form of technology. Cut a chunk of time out. No. Oh, really? No, but we're going to talk about Dude, how O and three is really, like really good. Sense. Yeah. So, we are in the middle of week four, and I think at this point we have a pretty good idea of how the league is heading, right? So we should all, I think, have a couple of general thoughts as to how the league is going. Andy, well, do you want to start us off on how you think the league is going it's so going far through real week well. three, it's, heading down week four? No, yeah. Uh, as the only person remaining, three and zero, oh, um, I think it's going really well. Two weeks in a row, I have beaten the person with the second most amount of points. Yeah, last week that was me. <laughs> the week before. It's a terrible feeling, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no. The week, the week before was the Dungeon Master, and boy, that was a lot of fun texting. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's good to but shit yeah. talk a little bit. A little bit, because I'm 3-0. You were Compared very humble coming down the stretch against me, though. Of course. Well, I try to be humble against Scam right meow. Like, I... You don't want to jinx it? No, I don't want to jinx it. you got to just respect the game, because someone could get injured, and then your whole lineup's messed up. And, like, there have been ten- plenty of times before where I've gone in full speed, confident trash talking, and then I get obliterated. Like, that just happens all the time. And you've won the league before. I have won the league <laughs> before Good. the polar... You know who's not humble in our league? Uh. <laughs> the Dark Lord, <laughs> who's with us. And is... What's your record right now, Dark Lord? Uh, looking at 0-3. Oh, yeah. Are you projected to win this week? <laughs> I am projected no, to win. No, you're not. Who are you yes, playing? Yes, I am. No, Dude, you're not. Y- yes, I am. Look it up. Everyone knows that projections <laughs> mean shit. No, dude, projections are the truth. They don't mean anything. Projections, like, literally tell you what's going to yeah. happen before it happens. Please, tell me Big Jim was projected to get 163 points week one. But he was projected projected to beat me, so. Okay. Who are you, who do you no, have this week? Who are you playing? Pretty much you see who's the favorite and who's the underdog. Yeah. Who are you uh, playing? Tom. Ah, oh, fuck. Term interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fine. <laughs> oh, so bad. Very nice. Uh, no, that would be a good win for you. Yeah, no, it Tom, would. Because um, he's... Term's got a good team. He's, he does, yeah. Term interpreter does have a pretty good team. Um, He does this thing where, like, you'll pick up... Drew Brees almost every single year. Like I feel like Dude, he the goes one, for him. The one year I had Drew Brees was just fucking ma- uh, magical. It, it was so like <laughs> yeah, swear. he's a point guy. Okay, yeah. It's fine. Um, so, uh, I'm a little... And then he normally goes for Le'Veon Bell. Um, this year he lost to Cameron and was just like really mad about that. Dude, and he said Cameron's name. Jesus, God. God, I can't wait. We for might this. be need. We need to maybe be okay with first names. So Cameron ended up winning Le'Veon Bell. For a ridiculous amount. That, and that's why the 25% rule's in. Because I think he paid 80-plus. No, I he was at 71, I think. That was the highest uh, paid-for player in our draft. Uh, I think it was like 74. It was so 70. So we have changed due to the 25% rule. Cause like, Actually, it was $69. Oh, nice, wow. Nice, nice. Interesting. Um, but players have definitely gone down because I think if you were to keep Bell from last year, um, he was worth $93 this year. So it's like we have recognized that player value is something. Is a value. Consider. Yeah, yeah. Like, because for the carry-on of next year, which was great for me this year because I got Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, and um, Devontae Adams for a total of $80. Those are three high- $80. Eighty draft dollars. Yeah, yeah. So for like, you know, for three high caliber players, um, except when you're Dalvin Cook against the Rams, like whatever. Um, coming off injury. Coming off injury. Keep the faith. Though there's all oh, total faith. Um, but like that's a, those are that's for eighty dollars. That's great. Absolutely. That's that's the fun 
essentially of a keeper league, right? Is that you have those values. Um, the Dark Lord himself had Larry Fitzgerald and Keenan Allen. Who else did you keep? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah and you got them at that point, what you thought was for a really low draft price. Well, so Keenan Allen, like in a 12 person league, go, would go for like in the mid 30s. I got him for 25. And then Larry Fitzgerald, I got for, I think it was like 13. Uh, which, yeah, that's about, that's fair for Larry Fitzgerald. But I like guaranteed I got him by keeping him. However, this year he is just not doing <laughs> so great. It turns out you need a quarterback if you're Yeah, well, NFL. so, you know, uh, I think it was two years ago, Sam Bradford set, like, the league record for, like, the most accurate quarterback when he was with the Vikings, so I, I was under the impression Sam Bradford is a good quarterback, but apparently not. No. <laughs> so what other takeaways do we have looking at the three weeks in our league? Um, personally, well, I think this is exactly like what we've seen in sort of previous years. It's true. Where you have a couple teams tank early. Uh, I do think, as much as it pains me to say it, the 0-3 teams, including the Dark Lord, will rebound at some point. Uh, but there <laughs> is also not, <laughs> the... Yeah, whose team will bounce back scams. <laughs> that team is done. But, you know, we see teams also rising to the top. Uh, right? We have a, a certain number of teams that seem to be elite. We have a certain number of teams, including Sam's, that seem to be terrible. No, get out. So that leads me to the point of talking about how I think we have one really elite team in our league. And I think that's... That's me, right? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know you're 3-0, and but I think the most elite team in our, in our league is the Big Jim brand. Oh, I don't want to hear that. We can't have two champions go back-to-back. Yeah. Just can't do it. Because he won Which last year. He did. And, and I he's think... supposed to do a polar plunge, so I I feel great. Yeah, dude, if, he, if he does the opposite of doing the polar plunge and wins again, that'd be such a slap in all of our faces. Yeah, we'd have to get rid of our pattern. Yeah. Or it turns out he drafted really well last year, which, mind you, he had a little conniption fit uh, last year when his team went to... He really hated his draft team. Yeah, he did. He, like, and wa- it, he, like walked away. And he won... The league, and it turns out that maybe Tyreek Hill last year was a really Dude, great pickup. Tyreek Hill is an animal. Yeah. yeah. I think I could find the uh, the text messages when he was complaining about Doug Baldwin to me because I'm a Seahawks fan. Yeah. And so, anyways. No, well, he got Doug Baldwin. Well, and, and then he's like, Doug Baldwin is garbage. Why doesn't he have me no points? I said, just wait. Later that quarter, like two deep balls to Doug Baldwin happened. And he got tons of points. I think that was when he beat you. It was, it was like the, when he was just like super pissed about Doug Baldwin's pickup, and then he beat you. Yeah, nice. he beat me in the playoffs the last two years in a row, so he likes to say that he's... Uh, he's like, the anti-Sam. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah. he's my kryptonite. He is your kryptonite. So anyway, <laughs> I think he's... He's brand. <laughs> I think he's the best team in the league, and I, I've, yeah, I've sort of developed a little bit of like a power ranking through the first three weeks here and I have him at the top. He's got a lot of really great players. He's got on top of Tyreek Hill, he's got Alvin Kamara. He's got Joe Mixon, who's hurt, banged up, but still great pickup, I he think, for has, him. He has he picked up Giovanni Bernard too. Yep. And so he's got yep. the handcuff get that, via uh, trade. That, that trade, yeah. And he's got uh T. Y. Hilton, he's got Tom Brady, he's got Zach Ertz, he's got Evan Ingram. He's got a really solid team, and even more than the, the his starters, he's got, I think, a very complete bench, and so that's why I'm putting him number one, and further on in my power rankings, uh, you know, joke man, I'd put you, and uh, Term, Turbiter. Yeah, you mistakenly put me a second, that's fine though. I'd put you guys sort of as tied in, in the second and third spot. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure which team is actually going to be better. Now, after seeing Dalvin Cook last night, I actually think that I'd place Term a little bit uh, ahead of you. He's, you know, he's got a very complete team as well. And then, if I had to pick one more team to sort of, you know, fill out my top four, I'd pick my team. I think my team's alright. So. <laughs> no. Um, we actually had a conversation, uh, Dark Lord and I, 
before you showed up about me playing Dalvin Cook. And confirm or not, I said I didn't want to, but because I was going up against Scam McGam, like... You can. I can. Because his team's yeah. terrible. Because, like, maybe he'll sneak in a touchdown. It wouldn't fine. Get two But ultimately, points. it's not going to matter. Ultimately, it has no difference. <laughs> On the outcome. <laughs> also, the secondary point to that is because he started Latavius Murray and the Minnesota defense. Yeah. <laughs> and my one Dalvin Cook with two points um, is still better than his Latavius Murray and Minnesota defense start. So I'll take that all day. Wait, every he's day. at one point six right now. He's at one point eight. Oh <laughs> and man! And I'm at two. Oh, that's really oh gosh! So I guess which is I would... why I felt fine starting him. Oh scam! Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's manifest destiny. You're going to win this yeah. week, uh, which I don't yep. blame you. But I think maybe if you guys had to rank, you know, teams right now through three weeks, what would your sort of top four look like? What would your top four? Um, teams right now. Yeah, so I've I've actually got sorry, dude. No, you off, you're good. But uh, I don't have myself first, even though I am the only three and player dun, dun, dun. left in the league. Two weeks in a row, the number two point player has lost to me. Two weeks in a row, uh, we got. You know, I don't know if that's lucky or good, but it's something. Good. I it's made something to write home. I about, dropped certainly. the Ravens. Four percent of leagues drop had. Uh, the Ravens on the bench, and we were part of that four percent. So I dropped them. I also dropped Tyrod Taylor um, when a lot of people didn't, and then I picked up Fitzgerald for an ungodly amount of fab dollars. Yeah, how much did you spend on uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Thirty-two <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, thirty-two dollars, right? Thirty-two dollars. So we're in a hundred dollar yeah, league. Yeah. No, he's just gonna get like benched like halfway through. Season. Right, but I also got Philip Rivers this week. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was yeah, that was tough. Okay, we'll that get there. We'll get there. We'll get to the waiver Okay, anyways, we'll get to the okay. So let's go with your. Where, where? I put myself at second place. Um, <laughs> above me is Big Jim. Yeah, I do agree the fact that he's got the team you got to beat. Um, and I face him, I think, two more times this year, or two two times this year. Did um, you beat him? You beat him the first time. So I haven't played him yet. Oh, okay. But I play him twice. I don't play you anymore. Thank God. Thank God, because I beat you, For this, you. this week. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll be in the playoffs. Okay. So, Big Jim, me, and then I have you, um, the commissioner, at third. And then I do have Hogan Knows Best. Um, this is the Why? beer man. The beer man. This team, is he one and two? And he scored the Correct. second? No, he's, he's two and one. Okay. He um, scored the second fewest points last week, though, right? And still got the win. Because he beat right. you, Dark Lord, I think. And you scored the fewest <laughs> points last week, and he still beat you. That's yeah. my understanding of it. Right. Yeah, I uh, did not do so hot. <laughs> okay. So this is the guy you have fourth on your power. This is the guy who I have fourth. Above um, Term Tripper because he's got a pretty good team. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so he's got Matthew Stafford. Nothing against the Detroit Lions, but they are always playing from behind. They had their first 100-yard running back game carry like, on johnson on my bench yeah that's why you're losing no. <laughs> um anyways like so the they're a passing team matt stafford's gonna get his stuff together the game script works for him he's got he's got jones he's got um who i have Gall- galladay like i've been starting galladay that dude's Dude, putting up points but you'd want golden tape though uh those three so we're talking no. about Beer Man's team. Who else yeah. does he have? Oh, okay. So Sorry. he's also got Saquon Barley. Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, who I have I, tons I, I of faith in. Barley. No, it's Barkley. It's no, Saquon, dude, Saquon Barkley. Barkley. I'm pretty sure it's Barley. But okay, we'll go with not. Barley. You're right. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. San, er, Scam could have got him for like... Uh, he passed. He like, oh, yeah, yeah. Bucks. He passed Cam accepting. He kept him for like $33. And yeah, then, so I remember I texted him. I was like, dude, you know, like, keepers, you have to send them tonight. He's like, yeah, I know. And then I saw he didn't put in, a, like, keep any keepers. I was like, what, why? And then he's like, well, I just want to start over with a fresh start. So no need to keep players from last year. Yeah. I'm like, but it doesn't matter because, like, objectively, this is a good deal for a player this good. <laughs> no. He's like, no, dude, I'm totally just going to start fresh. Totally true. So he, he, He's got DeAndre Hopkins, who will eventually get his rhythm together with that Texans offense. Yeah. He's got Gronkowski. Yes, 
the Patriots look like garbage right now. But in 2015, they also won the Super Bowl after their Dude, like god awful. The start. Patriots fan almost got in a fight with me at Cunningham's last that, weekend. Yeah, any anybody could get in a fight with you. You're Dude, a little chicken. It was shit. hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's, he's got, got Chris Hogan. He's got eh, Chris Hogan. He gets a flash, but still he only, he was a four Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan keeper. needs Edelman and Josh Gordon. No, to start dude, once Edelman's back, Chris Hogan becomes insignificant. No, but That's like, but, but it opens him up. Right now, like it's so easy to defend the New England Patriots. Dude, you also, double team Gronk, and I think the Patriots pressure go Tom three Brady. wide. Dude, yeah, but guess who's and just once Josh team. Gordon and Edelman come back though, that opens up so much stuff. That's for them. Josh Gordon on one side, yeah, Hogan exactly. on the other, and then Edelman in the slot, and Gronkowski wherever the fuck he wants yeah, to be. I think I think you're okay, right there. But I, so, so the 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 Patriots are going to come back and they're going to be in the the playoffs and it's going to be exciting. It's again. like we've seen the it's last fine. sixteen. No, years. but okay, but if you think about it, okay, so let's say Edelman. Gordon, Gronk, and Hogan are all on the field together on a play, and it's they're like someone's gonna get past two. Hogan is the lowest in on that so, totem. So be it. So that's he, fine. He's well, still gonna I'm get saying. the ball though. I think he's gonna draw like the least times. amount of attention. I think he'll get like. Tell me the Patriots running game plan. Game. Like that's best. Sony Michelle, ladies and gents, who's got him? The commissioner does. Okay, so. Tell me more about the, the Patriots okay. running. What backs. we're not litigating right now is the <laughs> Patriots. We can get into that later. But right. so you have. Okay. L- let's recap your top four. Hogan here. knows best. My number four in like in our league, Matt Stafford, who's just you have to run right, like because they 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 don't have. They a throw game. the ball. That's what they Saquon do. Saquon Barkley, Chris Hogan is like a, a mentionable, but nothing really out of him. DeAndre Hopkins and Rob Gronkowski and. He's got Where's running backs? Um Carlos Hyde and Saquon Barkley. Okay. So like I I have faith in this team. I like it I'd be super happy if I was him with this team. Okay. Um he did have uh Los Angeles Rams Woods on the bench. We've got eighteen points this yeah. week already. Um but yeah, like it's a solid team. It's a solid Gronkowski and Hopkins. And a team that's underperformed so far. So far, yes. Right. Like if if I was told I have to start the season with Gronkowski and Hopkins, like I'd be happy with that. Yeah. He also has Barkley, Stafford, Hogan, and Hyde. So like cool. it, that's my reasoning. So um, to recap players. here, we've got Big Jim, your team, my team, and then Beerman's team. Hogan knows best. Yep. Sam, uh, we're gonna kick it to you. You you have some power rankings for us so yeah. far through three weeks, and you cannot put yourself first. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> good. I, I can't do that in good faith. So, uh, <laughs> Big Jim is just objectively has the best team right now. I hate and this because like, he's it's gonna beat his yeah, ego no, so hard. Think, uh, well, he won't listen to this, so it's fine. No, he yeah. totally will. But it's like, so everyone should know. Like, it's just known how much that really like bothers us that Jim has the best team this year. It doesn't but, not bother me. No, Dude, it makes it's, sense. It's I, long term, I, I'm not worried because about because he's he's ruining the tradition of the winner becoming the loser. Oh, it's like, I mean it's we're only through three weeks, so there's hope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's still it's still early in the season, but yeah, just objectively, he has the best team right now. And then I would agree that I'd say it's a toss up between uh, Joke Man and the Commissioner because it they're pretty even teams, but. Joke Man does have that three. Maybe we should have Big Jim be the third host instead of the loser. Okay. <laughs> we need an unbiased that, opinion from those who aren't competing, you know? But then, uh, so actually, my fourth pick is going to be quite a surprise to you guys. It's going to be you. Well, no. And it's like a team that is doing just as poorly as I am, but I really like uh, Jordan's team. Okay. Oh. The Nasty Women. Yeah, Nasty Women. I'm playing him this week. What do you like about his squad? Okay, that he so, put so, Cup on yeah, his bench? That's what you like. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Cooper Cup. So, 30 okay. some oh. odd points last night. Whoa. Two touchdowns over 100 yards. 150 yards receiving. And on the bench. Love yeah, that. His, so, uh, Jordan just has like receiver city up in this place. Yeah, he he has Michael Thomas, who is, I think he, he... It hurts to see that on any any team that's a he lot literally, okay 16 receptions week one that is obscene who he's is number one the, receiver that is it's disturbing how i think he's only dropped he's just two getting pass 
two passes the whole yeah. year that he's dropped. He's getting force fed the ball and he loves it. Like he's they're just just throw after throw to Michael Thomas and he and he is doing it. He is destroying. Okay, so he has Michael Thomas, and then let's see who. He's got Stefan Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. That man's yeah. a monster. Allen Robinson, who I have faith in, will be better. Who he started in place of Cooper Cup this is, week. Yeah, who he started yeah. in place of Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was on the bench with 32 points. So had he put him in, obviously that puts him at a like drastically significant Right, because Stefan Diggs got 17 points. So Yeah, if he had both of them, that would be... Yeah, he'd probably beat yeah. me. So then, uh, and then Lamar Miller and Phil Lindsay are like decent running backs, and they're not great. You know, they're not like uh, His... the RB one tier, but they're good. they're decent. Yeah, they're they're serviceable. Yeah. So he really needs Deshaun Watson. Yeah, exactly. To, like, show and he has up, Deshaun though. Watson. So let's let's say Deshaun Watson goes back to his like unreal his <laughs> unrealistic pace of just like throwing touchdowns like every the Patrick other Mahomes pace. Is yeah, like every it, other yeah. pass. Uh, so if if Deshaun Watson goes back to that, then I think. Jordan's team is like is a very strong contender. Certainly, so I think you know if we're talking about the uh, the best teams, we should also talk about the worst teams in the league. <laughs> and that, I don't think we should. Dark I, I think Lord. it's time. Dark and so I, I think we can Lord. go here. Dark we can each name Lord. who we think um, is the worst team in the league. And if if the owner um, is already named, you have to move to someone else. So. Andy, we're going to start with you. Who do you think the worst team in the league is? Worst team <laughs> has to be Scam. Yep. Yeah. I, I think yeah. long long term, yes, you're starting out 0-3. Um, I think Sportsman got his first win this yep, week, so he's 1-2. He um, yes, <laughs> uh, Jordan's team has also – I think he's also 1-2. Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan? No, he's 0-3. Uh, oh, so he's still 0-3 with yep. his good we team. We have three 0-3 teams. Um. So I, so definitely scam, Dark Lord. You're next, and it's it's got to be Sportsman. I think, dude. I'd say Sportsman. Like is, is I don't think he'll get last, but woof, he's it's not working. His well team's for hurting. Him. So you you offered Cam up first. Sam, who do you think the second worst team in the league is? Uh, Koopa. You Koopa think Troopa. You think it's sports? Okay. Um, yeah, I think... So, uh, this is actually a pretty interesting point. So, uh, the person Sam reads second uh, ended up drafting David Johnson pretty high. Has Will Fuller, who's emerging, as well as Jarvis Landry, who I think a lot of people were very high on. Maybe hasn't quite gotten there yet, uh, as far as the production is concerned, but maybe the Baker Mayfield starting that changes. Also has Royce Freeman, who everyone thought would be the starting running back, the bell cow in Denver. So he made, I think, very principled draft decisions, and they just didn't pan out, and that's part of the game. How do you think? Um, what do you think about Amari Cooper? I would get rid of him as soon as I could. <laughs> okay, so get this. Like two months before the draft, I was hanging out with him, and I planted the seed. I told him, I was, I was like, hey, man, I'm really drunk. but He's like, but I'm just going to tell you uh, – I was like, I'm going to go hard on Amari Cooper this year. I was like, John, because at that time, John Gruden came out with uh, an article where he pretty much said, like, word for word, he's like, we are going to uh, force the ball into Amari Cooper's hands. He's like, he, he will be the focal point of this offense. <laughs> so, so I told Brent that. And Says the and, guy who wants to ground and pound old school football. Yeah, but lo and behold, two months later, come draft time, he bids like crazy on Amari Cooper, and now he has him, and now... He can, and you're definitely the he, reason he can why. enjoy him. Oh yeah. Totally. Well, the third fault. team that I'd put as our lower three would be your team. Yeah. Their Dark Lord. That's uh, yeah. You're That's you're cool. starting uh, running backs are Alex Collins, Jordan Howard. You've got <laughs> Keenan Allen who struggled through the first three weeks. Looks like you're potentially starting Sterling Shepard. I am starting him because <laughs> that's Evan not Ingram, a bad choice. Yeah, Evan Ingram is out, and then it's against the Saints who are historically really bad. Okay. They're, so Sterling Shepard is his wide receiver team this week. <laughs> they're gonna and they're gonna cover our, uh, OBJ. So Shepard's the man. That's George saying, Kittle that's uh, is your tight end and flex. You have Carryon Johnson who uh, appears to be coming on. His uh, favorite two acquisitions though uh, will just blow your guys' <laughs> mind. They are his kicker and his defense. You Sam, guys, how much money understand. did you spend on your defense in uh, the draft? Get- Get this, you're thinking the Jacksonville defense, right? You're thinking this guy must have paid like $10, $15, $16. Get this, folks. 
Six dollars. And how much did you pay for, for Steven Gaskowski? Three dollars. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> uh, the the okay. So it's only week three, so you can't quite make trends that are gonna that would be true. You know, like long scale. So right now, the Jaguars' defense is ad- averaging eight points, but that's not bad because I don't have to worry about them going negative and fucking me over any given week. I can it's just true. play them. It's true. And then That's Gus- how I feel about the uh, Rams defense, except, except I they just lost Peters and Tlaib. Two dollars for them. Oh yeah, well you know. And they still scored five points after getting thirty some odd points scored yeah, on them yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Goskowski historically is a very good. Is worth his weight in gold, according yeah. to the Dark Lord <laughs> over here. Okay, so we've got our we've got our top four. We've got our bottom three. Uh, the waivers this week were. Pretty interesting. Joke, man, you talked about it just briefly. You were able to pick up, I think, a pretty key acquisition. Both of you and I, you and I both competed for this guy. Philip Rivers? Um, yeah. Philip yeah. Rivers was dropped um, this week for one Baker Mayfield. Oh, my God. <laughs> that so, is not the most egregious, I think, acquisition we've had on the waiver wire this no, year. No, but it came like, from Scooty Pooty, who, like, I, I feel like has a better understanding of stuff. Exactly. So I would have dumped any other, like, mid-tier wide receiver, like, literally anybody on your bench to keep Phillip Rivers. Because, like, right now, our wide receivers are super streamable. Like, there, if you've got a wide receiver problem, go to your waiver wire and just, like, do five minutes of research. Like, you can find anybody to get your points. But to drop Phillip Rivers was wild. So when I saw that, I was just, like, $3 bid. And I sat on that. I sat The night before, it was, like, 11:45 at night. You bastard! I upped it up to seven bucks because I. Got, I was in at three. I so I was at three dollars and I said. I would have won. Yeah, because I was last. I, yeah. I'm last on the. Yeah. And I just I could not sleep and so I put seven dollars down and I said fine I'll I've been super high on tons of bids if I don't get him I'm gonna stream Eli Manning who's still on the bench who someone should pick up. Keep in mind, this guy's got Fitzpatrick on his. I have P- I, Fitzpatrick is my playing only the Bears. quarterback. They're pulling the camera. Playing the Bears. I didn't feel comfortable because I also had the Bears, and those guys are just doing some magic. Do you guys know what uh, Scooter Pooter paid for Baker Mayfield off the top? No, of your head? no idea. Okay, so let's let's do a guess. If you don't know off the top of your head, I've got it pulled up here. Twelve dollars. It has to be ridiculous if you're asking it. So like twenty one dollars. Okay. Probably what? a dollar. Realistically, it's probably a dollar. But I'm I'm like ten to fourteen. Twelve dollars. Okay. You think it's twenty one? Twenty one, eighteen dollars. Dude, I was Baker close. Mayfield. Dude, yeah. that is, okay, so okay. but without going so over, is he seeing something yeah. that we don't in Baker Mayfield, or is this him just buying into the hype of like Baker Mayfield? The game? reason Baker Mayfield looked great is because the the defense had no the the, the Jets did not prepare for that. They weren't. They that that, that has to be the only answer. Um, is that like when Baker Mayfield show up, they're like, whoa, we, our defensive plan is not Baker Mayfield. They didn't practice for it because they didn't think it happened. He threw a lot of passes, though. You assume that secondary is got to do something. Yeah. Ready but to that defend off- the pass. When he came in, that offense really did seem like rejuvenated, though. So. It did seem different. Yeah. 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 I I wouldn't have spent $18 on Baker Mayfield. I nope. did put in a I, – oh, I actually didn't. I but I was considering putting Rivers. in a bid for him. So, well, what if Baker Mayfield just lights the league on fire? What if – and $18 will look cheap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what if you start Cooper Cup on your bench? You know? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Other – a... oh. <laughs> an unending world of variables football. <laughs> other i think notable uh waiver wires uh waiver wire transactions this week includes jamal williams i think that was a pretty uh, big drop right like him falling off a roster i think says a little bit what do you what do you guys think uh so aaron jones is like the man to have in the right uh green bay backfield and then if you were okay not having you know, a player for two weeks, then you probably didn't draft him. But like now that he's back in, he should be get he should be like the bell cow back in Green Bay now. So yeah, yeah. the The nice thing about uh, Jamal Williams was he's like an extra lineman basically for Aaron Rodgers. Like that, he he played a very pass blocking role, like you know, throughout, which allowed him if he had nothing to do to get those dump passes. So he, I, I think, in my opinion, you don't get rid of him yet. Um, just because there's. But like, do you want any part of that backfield? No, if you oh, can avoid no, it. No. Yeah, 
And if there's one piece you want, you probably want Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Jones, Rodgers. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I yeah. Mean, oh, well, Aaron that Jones. goes without saying. <laughs> I was like, uh, the only person in the backfield I want is Aaron Rodgers. Do you um, know who has an equally, like, messy backfield situation is Detroit with Theo Riddick, LeGarrette Blunt, and, and Kerryon Johnson. Johnson. Don't forget Amir Abdullah. We are in Nebraska <laughs> after yeah. all. It's <laughs> uh, a couple other notes. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen. Those uh, Sam Darnold, the other rookie quarterbacks, other than really Baker Mayfield, remain on the waiver wire. Do you guys have any predictions on where those guys go the rest of the season? Think any of those guys have upside? Um, basically, uh, Darnold looked fine. Um, I'm he's not. Think. He's not typically a, a good keeper option. But no. uh, you know, Josh Allen showed a thing or two against, I think, a pretty good Minnesota defense. Is that something you guys are going to keep an eye on um, moving forward? Or is that, or would you just not want any piece of that Bills team, other than maybe Shady McCoy? Uh, I'm under the impression that like the Minnesota like team as a whole didn't try very hard during that game versus the Bills because they knew they had the, this Thursday game matchup with the Rams coming up uh, on a short week after this game. So I like I don't put much stock in Josh Allen doing really well against the Minnesota defense okay. just because I feel like they weren't trying their hardest. So uh, his like a season, like I don't see him doing very well. The rest the of the way, yeah. Okay. I think he'll like score in the teens, like the low teens. Okay. So really not an option there, Andy. Anything to add there? No, nothing. Okay. So um, we did have some relatively uh, big news this week. Couple things I think that really stick out. Uh, the first being Jimmy Garoppolo out for the year um, with a torn ACL. Yep. Sounds like he was my quarterback up until last week, um, who I benched him for Fitz Magic, and uh, turned out, out for you. Turned out to work for me. Didn't work out for you over there. That's um, a brutal loss. And then oh, the you played him last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. geez. Yep. Um, the the moment I could drop Garoppolo, it happened. I didn't even wait for like. I could have done it through the waivers process, but I got rid of him. And you've responded really well. Like you said, you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, and now you have Philip Rivers, too, to add yep, to that and stable. and I'm starting uh, Philip Rivers over Fitzpatrick this week. Very uh, cool. What took Garoppolo out? So it was a weird... <laughs> he should have just was, gone out yeah, of Yeah, he should have just gone out of bounds. He was scrambling, got a first down, uh, decided to maybe stay in and shoulder check a guy, uh, just did a little stutter step. And it may not have actually been a stutter step, stutter step. He pivoted like he wanted to go out of bounds, and he just gave out. Then he got hit. And yeah. so uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's ugly. actually the, the pivot that that drops in or that takes out his ACL, a non-contact injury. Um, the real question I think I am sort of getting after here, is there anyone uh, – what does this do? Jimmy Garoppolo being out, what does that do to uh, you know Pierre Garçon? What does that do to the rest of the San Francisco players, in your guys' opinion? Uh, they all suck. Matt, all of them? Matt Breida's all right. Yeah, that t- that whole team, you're just going to have to take a wash on all their players. However, I do feel like the person... <laughs> They're clearly saying this because I'm Matt Breida. <laughs> As established at the top of the podcast. Uh, the only person that I think that has like like decent value is George Kittle, and he's my tight end. And that's just because I had Delaney Walker, who had to go out for this. So season. why do you think George Kittle has value? As opposed to, so, you know, according to ESPN, okay. uh, the backup quarterback for C.J. Beathard. Yeah, C.J. Beathard uh, was the quarterback at Iowa when George Kittle was a tight end at Iowa, so they already have that connection. Okay. And then he'd be, like, an easy target to go to, like, especially when you're just, like, you know, getting, like, starting games and stuff. That's a good point. Uh, the other thing I think we wanted to also talk about uh, this week was – a vetoed trade. So our league no, it's fine. has a very uh, soft, in my opinion, trade or veto policy as far I say as we trades get rid go. Of vetoes. And you only need five votes to veto a trade in our league. So who wants to recap? Uh, Andy, why don't you go ahead and recap the whole deal for us? Yeah, so um, what would you give up for Le'Veon Bell? Turned out to be the answer is Marshawn Lynch and Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the commissioner himself tried to bargain with the hands down worst team in the league who coincidentally has Le'Veon Bell sitting on his bench. Um, Dr. Schnazda like had Le'Veon Bell, 
was looking to trade some some backdoor texting going on there for Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch. I think in the grand scheme of like what their teams look like over the course of the whole season, it's a I, it's a fair trade. I mean, you're not playing Le'Veon Bell to Week Ten. Marshawn Lynch is 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 a powerhouse running back who'll probably get tons of points even out. Adrian Peterson hit and miss. That that's your crapshoot out there. Um, Top five. Running back in the league, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's he's going to get injured. And no, I don't think it's that he gets injured. It's just like, it's just, he's going to stop producing. That's what it's going to be. He's gonna get so injured. this trade was vetoed in our league. Oh, weird. And and all all three of us vetoed it, even myself, who was part of the trade. So I guess I'll start with Sam. Sam, why did you no. decide to veto this trade? Okay, so Cameron's RB1. In, I, I was it week one of the season. Hold on, I can pull. All right, no, okay. So Cameron's RB one week one was, a, in fact, a one. Legarrett Blunt. Oh, yes. No, no, no. Yep. no, he has Legarrett yeah, Le- Blunt. Legarrett Blunt and Frank Gore. Those are his top two dogs at running back. Th- those teams, those two players are supposed to be one of the biggest pillars and backbones of his team and then it's frank gore and legarrett blunt and he was trying to trade to get better and you still vetoed the trade why did you veto the trade yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well he's relying right now he's relying on gore and latavius murray so he he needs some juice at back because he's got bell on the bench um i think he sold way too late though yeah um I well, still so, haven't got a yeah, good excuse yeah. so, about why you vetoed Sam. So yeah. I vetoed because, well, first of all, I'd like to say that I really appreciate that. Like you have to have a certain approval percentage of the league to make a trade go through. So uh, I voted no on it because if Cameron has Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch, which are definitively an upgrade from Frank Gore and Latavius Murray, then his team might actually win a game this season, <laughs> which would put Community me here's more not at risk game? for losing the season. <laughs> so it's so, self-preservation. Yeah, I mean, like, who who else is looking out for me but me? So, like, I, I gotta, I just gotta look out for my team. It's currently you're banking on being tied at zero wins at the end. Of the- <laughs> That's Andy, what that you also like. voted to veto. I did veto. Um, I took into account that Adrian Peterson had a buy. I'm going up against Scam the Man this week. Um, his team is awful, and I wanted to keep it that way. Okay. <laughs> so we all voted um, a little self-preservation. Here. So my stance on vetoing, though, is like I wish we didn't have a veto process. If, if two people want to make a trade, no matter how ridiculous it is, let it be one will suffer, one will laugh. You know, it's like – Eventually, that will neutral out because people start thinking about their trades. Um, so it's kind of nice to have that process still that I can abuse it in my own self-interest. Sam, what do you think about vetoes? And I and the whole... like vetoes. And do you like the voting? You've already, I guess, said that you're a big fan of democracy as far as vetoes go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why? Big, big fan. Uh, because I like that I have a like, say in what goes on in the league and then... Like, if we all vote on it and you don't get, like, you know, a certain approval percentage, then, like, tough shit. Deal with it. <laughs> I like it. The surprise vote of the veto, though, was yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk you know, about you that. voted for – Sam voted as self-preservation. You voted as a self-preservation move. I did the same thing. So, my positions lock when I make the – or the tradable assets lock when I make the trade. The problem was I was sending out two running backs for only one in return. And I wanted to make some Who's waiver. Who's not going to play? Yeah, well, who knows? Um, I mean, not this week. Well, not this week. But, yeah. And so I needed – I really wanted to make the a waiver wire pickup. And I ended up getting Callaway this week, and that's who I wanted to target. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to drop – you know, a player right away or not, and which player that would be. And so, um, you know, vetoing made a lot of sense to me because there were already four vetoes, and I knew if I could just prolong the trade, I could make it next week. We could have made it – we could make it tomorrow, for crying out loud. And so Instead, you woke up and realized how much worse that ve- that, that trade would have made your team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I no, I still trade. stand by the trade as being fair, but – 
well, you so, know, yeah, what I told Justin is, like, if Le'Veon Bell comes back, let's say, like, next week, then that's the deal of the year. Like, you're not going <laughs> to get a better trade than that. But he probably won't, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. It's high risk, high reward. Yeah. Realistically, I would have done it, um, let it go through. Um, but I've already beat you um, this year, Commissioner, so <laughs> I don't have to play you again. Yeah. So You should have let it go through me. then, man. Nah. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. So when you picked up Callaway, did yeah. you pick him up because you think he gets a bump from Baker Mayfield playing, or? So I think it's a mix between uh, a quarterback in Baker Mayfield and also the fact that uh, Josh Gordon's not there mm-hmm. to be sort of that downfield threat. Um, Jarvis Landry's a little bit more of a he's better than a possession receiver in my opinion, but a possession receiver, and so. Um, and, and in Mayfield and Callaway just lit it up in preseason together. So okay. that's why I picked him up and wanted to get in on that while the iron's hot. So there's a lot of snaps okay. for the Browns now that Gordon's gone. I just want to know if, if there was like a lot of intent behind that pick. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. I figured. I paid 16 <laughs> bucks for him. So yeah, <laughs> that pans out. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and look at our own matchups this week. Um, who we've got, who we're competing against. We talked about them just a little bit here, but Andy, you want to run us through your sort of matchup with the definitive worst team in our league? Yeah, it's great going 3-0 against 0-3. You have a little bit of confidence letting Dalvin Cook get uh, dominated by the Rams defense, only scoring two points. So I'm starting the week off two points, um, which is strange because I'm still winning (laughs) against not – the notorious awful Jarvis Landry draft pick, um, Dr. Ozda. Um, he started Latavius Murray and the Minnesota defense. So I'm already winning two points to 1.8 points. Um, and I'm of a player. So I feel fine. I, I do have Matt Ryan to go against, um, who pu- has been putting up points lately. Jimmy Graham, maybe he'll find a place as a tight end on the Green Bay Packers. Um, but I have a lot of confidence that I'm going to just not have to look at my scores all weekend. That's awesome. Sam, who you got this weekend? So I have term, I have term Turbiter this weekend. And uh, he had Todd Gurley in the Thursday night game who Oof. got 23 points. Yeah, dude, Todd Gurley is a just, monster. He's an animal. Like, he is. Did you see him knock a guy out, like, week one? I didn't. He literally, like, jumped his, like he jumped his knee into a guy's face and knocked him out. I was like, Jesus Christ, Todd Gurley! It's worth all that money. Yeah, like, that was, it's a brutal game. Man. Antonio, but Brown uh, kicked someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was a kicker Browns too. Player. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, like the most, the, the weakest person yeah. on a team. Uh, okay, but I mean, back to the Thursday night football. I I had a Kirk Cousins, and so I have Cam Newton and Kirk Cousins. I was, and obviously you would play Cam Newton when uh, Kirk Cousins is playing the Rams, but. Cam on his bye, yeah. yeah. So then I tried to get Philip Rivers, but then Andy uh, got him over Justin and I oh, because up? I also bid three dollars on him. Got a uh, pair that fits Magic up. Yeah. So so then, uh, so I I had to play Kirk Cousins against the Rams, but thank God Akeem Talib and Marcus Peters are injured. So then, uh, well, Marcus Peters played, but I imagine he he got concussed out. about midway through. Yeah, and sense. he wasn't like a hundred percent. I imagine like. Before he got concussed, yeah. so <laughs> uh, so Kirk Cousins got me thirty one points. Which yeah, that was is, a good play. Yeah, so I, I'm better lucky than good sometimes. I, I'm projected to win so far. <laughs> I feel good this week. I think I think my you're team gonna is beat good. my third second place team on my power rankings yeah, potentially. Potentially, that's uh, impressive. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful. So I've got a, another zero and three team that I'm playing this week. I'm playing the only owner. Uh, in this league that we haven't designated a nickname to yet. <laughs> and, um, you know, I he had Stefan Diggs go last night. I had Adam Thielen go last night, as well as the defense. I've got the LA Rams defense. And that late fumble really helped um, make <laughs> yeah. that defensive performance a little more appetizing. Uh, but I think the big thing is uh, this guy left Cooper Cup on his bench. And Wolf. that will be the game changer Wolf. this week. I'm slated to put up the most points as far as ESPN projections go at this point in the league. Which means so much. And it, it I'm, still, stone, then. <laughs> I'm still only 10 points ahead of an 0-3 team in projections. So I can see this being another sort of shootout where, uh, where you know, I may, fall to, the, yeah, yeah, I may fall to the 
the guy who's got Michael Thomas, and I might be a team that scores a lot of points again in the fourth week, but uh, it's still 2-2. Two and two, So, um, As we sort of wrap up here, unless you guys have any other salient details you want to bring up. Um, well, I think, that's I think we have a listener letter, and what we'd really Already, like... Episode 1, this is amazing. Yeah. This one might sure, be with your friends. something we've submitted, but you know, moving forward, if you want to, uh, you know, submit your own question or submit your own snide comment, mostly talking to the owners of our in our own fantasy football league here, feel free to go ahead and shoot us a tweet. That'll be posted at some point. My but, milkshake brings all the boys to yard fantasy football. <laughs> that'll that, be our twi- that, That's our was Twitter handle. The surprisingly close second place vote to the naming of the podcast so yeah, nice. we'll re- yeah that's re- not the name of our we'll podcast. Re- reveal the first place once name again. tbd so <laughs> but we do create we did create our own uh listener letter and this one was addressed to andy and sam and it's from dr schnazda himself and the question is <clears throat> so uh guys uh what would you say is the proper number of uh you know quarterbacks to have on a team and uh, if you had to pay a dollar amount for Mitch Tub- Mitchell Tubrisky, is forty dollars too much? Thanks, Doctor Schnazda. So, guys, what do you think? Wow, this guy's got a degree. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if you're not spending forty dollars on Mitchell Trubisky, you're doing it wrong. That is <laughs> a very appropriate amount of. I thought forty-one was the pro- appropriate amount, but we'll, we'll settle for forty. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, forty one's a bit out there, but forty, I, I, I understand forty. I, I, I get it. <laughs> and what's the what's the requisite numbers? How many quarterbacks are you keeping on your roster? So I found like whatever ESPN Bare allows maximum you. A, yeah, whatever they allow you a maximum <laughs> to, I believe it's five quarterbacks. I say get the five because that way, like when everybody else's quarterbacks get injured, they'll be like, oh. Dr. Shanasa has five of them. I'm sure he'll give me one. And then you, you give him a quarterback, but, you know, obviously at great cost to them. So. <laughs> Fair enough. But there is some strategy in having five quarterbacks, though. Um, the only strategy is that you have all the good quarterbacks, um, and then you have to trade for them later. Unfortunately, there are so many good quarterbacks that that, like, methodology is basically useless um so hoard as many you can if you know that they're the only good ones available and mitch to mitchell Trubisky does not qualify as a good should have been a dollar pickup off the waiver yeah that should have been a zero dollar pickup <laughs> sorry scoot the, your quarterbacks maybe not good so. i think he's down to three now Wait. i think he's got he's dumped a couple schnazda did he, yeah. he dropped a couple quarterbacks well he went from five quarterbacks and Le'Veon bell to like three quarterbacks and still Le'Veon and Bell. Austin Severian Jenkins. <laughs> if you're a franchise owner, who would you rather have as your quarterback, Dak Prescott or Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky? I would probably take Mitchell Trubisky. Would you? I would. That's yeah, bogus, and you know it. <laughs> who are you taking, Joe Man? Uh, over who? Uh, Mitchell Trubisky or Dak Prescott? Mm, as a Seahawks fan, and the satisfaction of not liking the Cowboys. Um, I, I'd go with Mitch. Yeah. Yes. Oh, two against man. one. Democracy. <laughs> I'll just note that uh, you know Dak Prescott's gone to the playoffs once, so it's a good thing. And once. he did that in his rookie season. Yeah. So, so cute. Suck think... on them titties, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm starting to like get the impression that Dak Prescott is not that good. When did this become Cowboys? Yeah, no, okay, we all knew that, but like, when did this become Cowboys Hour? I'm not, I'm not saying it's Cowboys Hour. I'm just talking. It's anti Cowboys Hour, yeah, actually. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Dak Prescott may not be a good quarterback. Why couldn't you I think keep there's Dez? A very good chance that he's not a good quarterback. Yeah, why didn't we keep Dez? Because we're gonna we? owe him a lot of money. <laughs> so <laughs> God he, forbid we stand by the contract. He's actually sitting on someone's bench. Who's taking? Yeah, he's not even yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on, on Beerman's bench. bench. Yeah. Who's the biggest salary hit, like the cap hit on the Cowboys? Lineman. That's stupid. Why? You need a skill position player to make plays. Like without, okay, you're giving your quarterback a bunch of time, but like, who's he throwing to? I think the best thing you can do is invest in your lines on both sides of the ball in the NFL. Yeah. Like that's literally the best hits. thing to do. Dude, maybe. I think yeah. the hope is that I think what Dallas thought is or what they were hoping is they had 
a quarterback who can do a lot more than he can. Um, sort of that guy what, like Aaron Rodgers or whomever who can just make the wide receivers that are around him better, and, and Dak's not that guy. Yeah. And that's tough. And so I have no idea why we're not running out of power formations for Ezekiel Elliott. I have no idea why we insist that Dak, Dak Prescott be Aaron Rodgers. But I've also been a Cowboys fan for a long time, so I know nothing we do is ever rational or well thought out. So, yeah. Fair enough. Dude, Troy Aikman was legit. Yeah. Before <laughs> we wrap this thing up. Uh, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Is, does that mean Seahawks? Yes, correct. I oh, didn't know too? for you. Yeah, I mean, like, I like the Seahawks. I know you're trying to forget like them the that you lost to them. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I expect Dallas to lose every game <laughs> this year. So, fire Jason Garrett. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week with a little update. Uh, Sooner we will not go three weeks without updating this thing, hopefully, because a lot of things in our league and in fantasy football can shift in that time. So who knows next time we get think of how many mixtape Lady on Bell is going to drop in that time. <laughs> or I might be or MGK I might be three <laughs> and three M- next M- time M- you guys hear from me. Probably not. But, yeah, probably good not. but I mean, but maybe we've got to record in the next two weeks just so he cannot be three and three. <laughs> we record. So um, we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot for listening. This is uh, the commissioner, uh, the dark Lord and the joke man. Thanks.